I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. When you reach out to somebody, whether it's cold, whether it's you know somebody you've known for years, don't just, again, say, I want to build you a chatbot or you need a chatbot, right? Show them something tangible. That's the biggest thing for me, and it's become especially true in college when there's just a lot of abstract stuff. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Baipyong. Welcome to episode 18 of the Hustle Share Podcast. My name is Ronster and I'm your host. And this episode is brought to you by Payroll Hero, a time, attendance, scheduling, HR and payroll solution for Philippine companies. If it's your first time listening to the show, welcome on board. And we're glad you're here. And basically, Hustle Share is a podcast that lets you improve your hustle by learning from other hustlers. So in this podcast, we don't talk about the stuff that we usually talk about in the press or in the media. We talk about the grit, the grind, and everything else in between. Now, I'd like to give you a heads up because there's a lot of profanity that we use in this program. So if you're not comfortable with that, please make sure that you're not surrounded by kids or you're turning the volume down. So this episode is quite special because we're going to be talking to someone who's associated in my main hustle. So for those of you who don't know my background, I am the founder of Chatbot PH. It's a chatbot development agency. And in this episode, we're going to be talking to a world-renowned chatbot maker. His name is Andrew Demeter, 
and he is the social media manager and community manager of ChatFuel, the world's largest chatbot-making platform. Now, on a regular day, Andrew does Facebook Live often and supports a lot of chatbot makers around the world by helping them out. But in this episode, he's going to talk about how he started out this journey in creating his own bots, even though he was not a programmer at first. Then after that, he's also going to be talking about how he created a course to help other people create their very first chatbot, which eventually led to him being hired by ChatFuel themselves. Other than that, he's also going to be talking about what makes a good chatbot and how you can properly execute and design one, along with the integrations you need to properly make it work. And lastly, we're going to go a little personal because he's going to be talking about how he copes with stress, his struggles, and the challenges of helping others create their own chatbot as well, while being a full-time student in college. And as a bonus, he's also going to give us tips on what he thinks the next wave of chatbot automation and artificial intelligence will be like in the near future. So if you're ready to learn about this Wonder Boys hustle, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share podcast. We're very excited because for, for the first time, um, we're going to do a deep dive on what I do re- literally on my main hustle. Because as you guys know, you know, I'm doing hustle share and whatnot. But for the first time ever, we're going to be talking about something that's close to my heart. Something that allows me to do hustle share now, which is chatbots. And we don't just have some random dude in chatbot making and whatnot. This guy is respected across the world. Around the whole globe. So if you're a flat earther, yeah, it's around the flat surface that you're in. <laughs> um, and we have none other than the world famous, I'm going to do him, my man, um, Andrew Demeter from ChatFuel. Andrew, wow, welcome to the show. You can't, thank you. You can't see me on video right now, but I'm, uh, I'm bowing in, in honor and respect of what you just said. Bruh, I told you, right? You're, you're, you're <laughs> legit and... Any legit chatbot maker, whether you're a novice or a pro, knows you because you've you've enabled so many uh, bot makers' lives, and you, you just made uh, you make people's lives easier, both on the customer side and the bot maker side. That is ultimately the goal, and I'll I can talk more about this later. But yeah, I'm working on this campaign right now about kind of selling chat fuel in the way that you're talking about more as like a lifestyle basically where we're not so much selling the product whereas mm-hmm. we're selling automation and efficiency saving you time so you can spend it in more meaningful ways in your life you know with your family traveling etc so uh 100% and that's that's exactly what chatbots are right i mean chatbots are designed to automate redundant and key repetitive tasks but before we do that andrew let's just discuss what's your hustle Wow, that is a great question. So I'll kind of convey it to you in story form. Essentially, I'm in college right now. I'm a junior, so it's my third year of four years in college. And it all started in my freshman year, actually. So the first year of school for me, it was like halfway through my first year. 
and it was winter time, so I'm here in Washington, D.C. It was cold outside, snowy outside, Mm -hmm. and one day I was just scrolling through my Facebook news feed, as one does, Mm -hmm. and I came across this ad that said, I forget, obviously, what the specific copy said, but it was basically something to the effect of, comment on this post and we'll send you a surprise and i was like whoa what's this like i've never seen this before during this time period also i was really into learning about marketing i was taking some different courses not in school just on my own time so i was scrolling through the news feed saw this ad and i commented on it and then magically i get this message i'm like whoa like what is this wizardry never seen this happen before (laughs) yeah exactly so That happened, and then, of course, out of curiosity, I was doing my own research, and then I came across ChatFuel. I don't know if it's still the case, but we were apparently, or at the time I shouldn't say we because I wasn't working there, but I saw ChatFuel as the first result. We had clearly great SEO, Mm -hmm. and so... Then I just started, you know, playing around. It was either that same day or in the following week or whatever. So I was playing around with ChatFuel. I still actually have my first bot that I ever built, which was completely crazy and like it had no purpose, which is funny to look back (laughs) on. So, so a lot of gibberish. Exactly. I specifically remember it was like this bot for selling pizza, even though clearly I had no pizza shop or anything like that. And (laughs) it's just funny to look back on and see how how much things have evolved. So I made this bot. I was just playing around with it. And then after a couple weeks of doing this, um, you know, speaking of hustle, one of the things that I did to really improve my skills and try to reach out to people as clients during this time was... um, kind of just reach out within my network of connections or influencers, if you want to call them that. And okay. so I would actually build a bot based on like their brand, their personality. And then I would, uh, at the time, I would actually just send them a link to the bot, which in hindsight was a big mistake and it didn't work very well, yeah. uh, even though I had this close connection to them because they were like, you know, how is this beneficial? I should have done a video or, you know, hopped on a call with them and explained it. But Anyway, so I was building these bots, you know, trying to build uh, my expertise, if you want to call it that, just trying to play around and see what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I decided, you know, I'm learning all this crazy cool stuff. And so then in the summer after that first year in college, mm-hmm. I went back home uh, to Ohio where I live. Okay. And during that time period, I was still doing the same stuff, working on all these bots. Um, but at one point, I was like, you know, I'm learning all of this really, really cool stuff that it seems like nobody else is talking about. And when it comes to me sharing information, I'm not like the secretive type to be yep. like, oh, like, you know, buy my course or, well, more on the course in a second. I guess I'm kind of a hypocrite in that sense. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not the kind of person to be like, oh, these are like secret strategies. I'm not going to tell you. So okay. long story short, I decided to uh, create an outline of all the cool stuff I was learning in chat for you, right. all these new marketing strategies you could use. So then from that, I recorded this uh, video course. It was really spontaneous and haphazard. I like created the outline one day and then the next day I spent like six hours straight in front of my computer filming the whole course and then I you know took a few days to edit it whatever uploaded that to uh, Udemy which for those who don't know is just online learning platform Mm -hmm. and then uh, I just started sharing it within my network it kind of 
kind of started gaining a little bit of traction. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, more students were signing up. I was kind of selling it, going back to the hustle question you had originally. I was right. reaching out to people in, like, Facebook groups. I was like, hey, there's this new, uh, you know, technology. And, yes, I'm that annoying guy who will, like, find you in a Facebook group and try to sell you something. Yeah, um, yeah. So we were all like so that yeah, start, at, at the start. So <laughs> don't worry about exactly. that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So then I started, you know, selling this course. It was picking up. I was like, wow, this is, you know, really cool that there's actually this demand, this interest in it. Mm -hmm. uh, so then after that, uh, basically, uh, it was like the end of the end of that summer. So I started the course at the beginning of the summer. At the end of it, I got this message one day and I was just like completely blown away. Right. Uh, I got this message from the CEO of Chatfield, Dimitri Dumic, on yep. Facebook because um, I was sharing parts of this course as well in the uh, different chatbot groups right. that existed at the time. Uh, one of those being Andrew's Andrew Warner's Bot Academy group. Right. And so... Um, one day then I posted a link to the course and I was trying not to be spammy. So I was just like, hey, you know, here's this free course, uh, you right. know, delete this if you want. Like, I'm not trying to be spammy. I'm just trying to be valuable and, right. uh, you know, help you guys. So I posted the course in there. Uh, Dimitri Dumic, again, the CEO of Chatfuel was mm -hmm. in that group as well. He saw it, took notice. And essentially, we had like a call one day, then like the next week, which was funny. It was literally a day before I was going back to school for my sophomore year my second right. year he uh was basically like hey do you have time for a call uh and i was like yeah sure so i got on this like second call with him again the day before i'm going back to school and he's basically like hey like you know i really like what you do do you want to work for us and i was wow. like wow holy shit <laughs> it was funny because in hindsight uh or like looking back i like to say like oh yeah well i obviously took the job but it was funny because um, I actually didn't immediately say yes. I was right. like, you know, I'm going back to school. I don't know, you know, what kind of time commitment I can I can give to Chatfuel. And I, right. you know, if I'm working for you, I want to be doing something meaningful. And so at that point, he hired me uh, part time. And then once I got to school and I was getting more fluent with bots, um, mm. I then started selling them. Right. And so. This was really exciting. Uh, I was the first like real business that actually made money that I had ever mm -hmm. launched. I tried like a couple failed things in the past. Right. Uh, so it was really exciting, right? I was working with these international clients. Yeah. Uh, one of the coolest clients that I worked with was this uh, big movie studio. Unfortunately, that's all I can say. Okay. Um, no problem. And so, so yeah, I was just you know so excited to be you know doing meaningful work. Obviously, making money to. Um, being in college, you know, and then simultaneously working for Chatfuel. And then after uh, long enough, I started this uh, template marketplace uh, as kind of a new service for the business instead of right, just right. You know, creating How bots. How do you do it from clients. scratch all the time, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was really exciting. You know, I was just, it was really like the, the peak of my existence uh, because, <laughs> wow. you know, I would I would be getting messages from these people who want to buy my stuff who I had never even talked to. You know, right. it went from really like cold pitching to people coming to me, which the course also helped in kind of building that credibility. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was getting 
requests to you know go to speaking engagements. I remember uh, one of the coolest things working with ChatFuel was literally like two days before there was this uh, uh, technology conference in uh, Denver, Colorado. Yep. Literally like a day or two before that. Uh, my high city, from, my man. My high. <laughs> exactly. So uh, like a day or two before that actually happened, um, someone on the team was just like, hey, like, we want to fly you out to, go, like, give a talk here. And I'm like, I don't wow. really know what I'm talking about, but sounds great. Um, and I missed, like, a class or two for that, which, <laughs> you know, it had to happen. Right. So, you know, it was just all of this stuff happening at once, you know, like traveling, going to California, going to Colorado, yeah. giving speeches, if you want to call them that, like, making money, selling products, making a meaningful impact in people's lives, like saving them time. It was just, um, it was really a, a point where I was just happy to uh, wake up. I remember there would be some nights where mm -hmm. um, I would just like wake up in the middle of the night and I couldn't go back to sleep because I was just like so excited to, uh, you know, be doing what I was doing, which was, which was awesome. So, um, so then eventually to kind of finish up the, the story here, mm -hmm. um, so I was working for Chatfuel part-time. I was running the template marketplace. Right. I was uh, in school, obviously, too. Uh, and then at a certain point, uh, basically, uh, Dimitri Dumic was like, hey, Andrew, like we we want more of you, basically. And I was like, I'm not ready to have kids. But he's like, no, I don't mean that. <laughs> Clone. Um, right. <laughs> exactly. The new sync copy feature that right, we released. Right, right, right. Um, but basically, he, he was like, you know, we want... Uh, more of you. So uh, basically, I agreed to uh, like stop the business side of what I was doing due to conflict of interest that sure, would potentially that arise, mm -hmm. and go all in on Chatfield. So uh, you know, I negotiated and made that happen, and uh, and so now I'm here. I've been uh, working for Chatfield full time for right. about a year now, yep. uh, including part time, about like a year and a half, two years. And uh, it's just been such a such a crazy journey. Uh, one of my favorite things that we did too was uh, around last year at this time we went on this uh, team retreat in, oh. uh, in California. Yeah, nice. and it's exciting because for those who don't know, we have two offices uh, with Chatfield. One is in San Francisco. Yeah, I've been there. The, uh, the one with the, the the big husky scared the <laughs> yes. fuck out of me. Like, ooh, why is there a husky in this office? But he was yeah, nice. And like, yeah, yeah, and the train car outside, right, which right. I still don't get to the point of that. But so anyway, it was really exciting because we um, we all met in California, the San mm -hmm. Francisco team, and then our other team in Moscow. Right. Um, so it was cool. We spent like a week up in the, the mountains, the hills of California. Nice. Uh, and it was, it was a great time. Uh, so... Yeah, it's just been an incredible opportunity to work at Chatfield, to be on the cutting edge of, you know, the messenger space. And yeah, so I, I don't know if that answers your original question. I know I went on quite the uh, quite the rant there, but oh, it's uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. That, that was good. But real, just to, to, to just to put things into perspective real quick, you mentioned a lot about being co being in college, right? How young are you exactly right now? I am 21. Holy shit! What was I doing in twenty one? I was partying like crazy <laughs> when I was twenty one. And you're you're making this this again. I was telling you prior to to recording this, you you had an indelible mark over how you're helping because you're not just like creating bots, right? I mean, we all started like that at one way or another, and then we came across uh, Chatfuel. Uh, we had a very similar um, 
journey actually that's how i met the uh, chat fuel um we were when we were starting as an agency this around circa 2016 i literally just bought i saw i saw a keynote of zuckerberg saying hey you can now put uh chat bots in in uh chat fuel i mean in in in, in facebook messenger mm-hmm. and my first startup has just recently died Literally, I didn't know shit about bots. But I said, you know what? There might be an opportunity. I'll check out GoDaddy if that domain is still available. Mm-hmm. Voila, it's still available. I, I bought it. I didn't know shit. And then I just researched. The first thing that popped was ChatFuel. And this mm-hmm. is very similar to how you did it. I literally just created a bot out of nowhere. I didn't know shit what I was doing. But what I, what I love about, again, not tooting ChatFuel's horn, um, it's so easy that you just need some good logic in your brain. Or just even mm-hmm. basic logic, and you'll be able to create a bot on your own. Then we just started selling that along with a PowerPoint deck. So mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. job! But Andrew, last question before we take a, our first break: When, when, when you say you're now full time and you're 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 doing this, can you just sh- shed some light over what you do now on a daily basis to 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 make this work as a community manager? Because this is not an easy job, on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, uh, unlike many people think, I'm not a robot. I do, in fact, the first thing I do in the morning You're is not? wake I up. I thought you were no. this whole time. Like, who made this <laughs> bot, man? It's really so genuine. Yeah, it's well, no, it's funny. When I was doing uh, an right. interview about a year ago, uh, I was talking to uh, Thomas Hibke, who's in our community. He has a podcast, and uh, I was telling him, like, oh, yeah, Thomas, just before we start this podcast to let you know, like, in the community, that's actually not me. This is an experiment we're doing with Facebook. And uh, he's like, whoa, seriously? And I'm like, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but so, oh, yeah. Man. You, you, day, you could have written that joke a little bit more, man, and like completely fucked him up. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that would be fun. I, I try not to be too, uh, okay, too evil. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, so in terms of my day-to-day, um, really it is kind of, revolved around classes because obviously that is kind of my my first priority if you're going to spend you know tons of money on school you kind of have to go to classes unfortunately but uh but yeah so basically between classes i am uh doing a number of things obviously managing the community uh which in more concrete terms looks like responding to people posting new content uh, doing Q and A sessions, uh, you know, of course, deleting right. and banning people who are just trying to like hawk their <laughs> products or right, right, do right. live streams. Right. So that's the community side of things. Mm-hmm. In terms of other products that we have, if you will, I am uh, writing blog posts. Uh, right. Video is a huge component of what I do. So it was fun actually over spring break which we had uh, about a month ago at this point right i really buckled down and was like we need a new video course right uh, the old one was like two years outdated the ui is not Different. the same yeah yeah exactly it's much cleaner now so and plus we had released all these new plugins and features so i was like you know we need a new resource that people can use that's more in-depth that's more value oriented and isn't just me kind of like fumbling through the chat field dashboard trying to explain it without having a ton of knowledge so recently during spring break i did that um i spent like a couple days really head down uh, recording these videos of course during the uh you know in the videos of course i am presented as this perfectly articulate person 
obviously well, that sure. doesn't come without outtakes. Um, right, there was right, one right. swearing when I, you know, get to almost the end of the perfect take, and then I'm like, oh no, I oh, forgot I fumbled this. That I fumbled one. <laughs> my word. Yeah. So, um, so that was a lot of fun, though. You know, it's right. it's the struggle of creating, but at the end of that, I get a lot of fulfillment out of creating a final product and sharing that with people. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a big component of it. Also, our YouTube channel that's also related to videos. I manage that, respond mm-hmm. to comments there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a little bit of support. I used right. to do more of this, but you know, if we get different support tickets or something, no, that's that very I- personal already, and it's very hard to 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 execute as well, for, especially mm-hmm. from a community's point of view. Yeah, yeah, you definitely can't can't please everybody, uh, right. but you can certainly uh, you know try your best. So that's really what my my role revolves around is community management, uh, video uh, education. I also do weekly webinars uh, yep. to new users, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm sure there are some other things that I'm forgetting too, but that's that's really the bulk of uh, what I do. That's a lot. <laughs> oh my god! Like, <laughs> if, if if 21 Savage was listening, how many shit do you do a lot? That that that's what the, that, that that's what he would say, <laughs> for real. But Andrew, let's take a quick break, and when we do come back, let's do a deep dive. And again, you you mentioned a lot of these things. I want to I want to know. First of all, how, how do you properly design a bot? What's what's a good bot like, and all that's and all that stuff. And just took a deep dive. More of that after the break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate your growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at sasschallenge.ph. That's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. 
And we are back from the break. We're still with Andrew Demeter, the social media or community manager, right? Um, all the above. There, all the above. Or basically the dude that talks to all the dudes that, that makes um, <laughs> bots or dudettes. We're not trying to be uh, sexist here. Okay, so Andrew, prior to the break, you, you te- technically, again, I'm still blown away of how young you are and with, with what you did because this is hard, you know? It, it's, it's not easy. First question I, I did, when, when you came across ChatFuel, were you a programmer by default? No, and to this day, I am still not. Okay, so what, what were you taking up, if you don't, don't mind me asking? Oh, so I am studying journalism, actually. Woo! That is not what I really want to do at this point anymore. Right, right. But <laughs> I think, at least how I always justify and explain it to people, is that there is a lot of overlap with what I do in journalism. Absolutely. The underlying theme is really communicating with people, simplifying really complex ideas into mm-hmm. something that's digestible and makes sense for people, which I think is a really uh, important skill to have, especially when you know I'm working with the engineers on our team, the software guys, yeah, and yeah. they're you know trying to develop a new feature, or it's developed rather, and they're telling me, you know, this is how it works, this is the, you know, the way it functions and everything, and I'm like, okay, well, how do I translate all of this like technical knowledge right, right, right. into something that's actually correct. Yeah, into something that's actually actionable and you know something valuable that's different from the other features we have. So there is really a lot of overlap, right? Trying to translate the technical stuff that's confusing and verbose and jargon, as you said, to something mm-hmm. that's you know people can understand in thirty seconds or less. Correct. So again. Um, I've had the privilege of last F8. I, I went to, to, I met uh, Dimitri. How many, I don't know how many Dimitris which, are. Which one? Yeah. Uh, Dimitri Kachin. Yeah, Dimitri right, right. Kachin. Right. And then he, he took uh, took me out along with 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 a couple of more members. I think Andrew Yaroshevsky was there and your mm-hmm. CTO. We went for burritos in in, um, in San Francisco. I was like, ooh, where all the luchador masks were being sold. Like, this is dope. That, that's, that's Kachin's favorite place. He took yeah. me there too. And I, I highly recommend it, I must say. It's, it's good. So whoever's attending, for those people who are in F8 right now, go check it out. Uh, it's, 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 uh, just look it up. It's, it's, it's very near the, the town proper. But, Andrew, let's, let's talk about bots. I mean, this is the essence of it. Um, the, the, the hustle of bot making, that's what we're going to be calling this, right? Aside from, obviously, when I always evangelize bots and what we do in chatbotph, as an agency, we, the, the lowest hanging fruit uh, is us always customer service, right? The redundant, repetitive tasks. Mm-hmm. But when you properly create one, what, what's a good bot? How do you say that? All right, you've been, you've seen thousands and thousands of bots before. What do you think makes up a good chat bot uh, that that really works? Mm-hmm. So I would say a couple things. First and foremost, simplicity. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest, not mistakes, because I feel like in some ways chat bots are like art, and there's right. not really a right or wrong. It is still, as we mentioned earlier, the wild west in a way. It's very nascent. People are figuring things out. Yeah, and it, it also, at the end of the day, depends on your audience too. So mm-hmm. I can't give a ton of recommendations, but one of the things I would say is simplicity. Okay. Uh, in other words, be concise with your copy. One, again, quote-unquote mistake that I see people make is, like in the welcome message, the very first message right. that new users see, I'll see them typing out like this wall of text, this long <laughs> paragraph. And it's like a like, whole chapter it, of a fucking book, right? Exactly. And it's like if you're going to do that, 
which I wouldn't recommend, like, if anywhere, put it, like, later on in the bot, where people are deeper sure. down the funnel, and they have this loyalty, they really care about your brand and want to spend time and invest time in reading that. Whereas on the very first message of the homepage, like imagine if on chatfuel.com we had, you know, a, a chapter of a book, right? People mm. would, the bounce rate would be crazy high because people just don't want to read that. So sure. long story short, keep it concise in terms of the copy. That's huge. Other things I would say, uh, have a goal in mind, right? So another one of the things that I do is uh, these onboarding calls. So basically, we have a free plan, a pro plan, and then a premium plan. Premium mm -hmm. is the highest tier of that. It's a more white glove, hands-on type service. Right. So whenever somebody signs up for that, I and other members of the team hop on an, an, what's called an onboarding call with them. We basically figure out their goals and help them you know, use Chatfuel to its full potential. So yep. I mention that because one of the first things that I ask people in those calls is always, what is your goal here, right? What does your business do? What are you trying to solve? What problem are you trying to solve with the bot? Because that's another big mistake that people make is they just make a bot, which like we did at the beginning, you yep. just make a yep. bot because it's cool. You see the potential in it. Right. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a purpose to it if you don't have something that provides value or unique value uh you know if the bot just does all the same stuff that your website can do then it doesn't you're make not sense, creating right? a, a user-centric experience and, that's, and, and that's, that's especially true um because especially in what we do like for example as an agency right we always say like hey why should i get an agency to help me out if i can make that in chat fuels like yeah by all means you go go use chat fuel however mm -hmm. If you if you look if you're looking at it from a very if you you need a lot of integrations and you know how you know how bots even if you if you have a flow to it right if you have that that welcome message and everything spoon fed if it mm -hmm. if people deviate from that flow and start typing the way they normally type or chat businesses mm -hmm. and you have don't have the proper integrations or NLP training your bot is fucked right so mm -hmm. sorry to cut you off what you were saying right you know um all these these processes and, and the objective of a business is very important. Yeah, and one other thing that I would say too is talking about NLP, one of the, uh, again, quote-unquote mistakes, misconceptions that people have about bots is that they, at least on, on the chat fuel side, right. is that they are designed for that natural language conversation. In reality, and we don't hide this fact, the AI is really just meant for like basic keywords that people Correct. might type in. For example, like unsubscribe or right. any number of four-letter words that people are going to type if they want to unsubscribe. So that's what it's intended for. Mm -hmm. People have this misconception when they go in that, oh, you know, I can create this conversation around just users typing in text, which might sound good in theory, but in, mm -hmm. in actuality, it's actually better oh. to build a menu-centric or bot uh, or button-based bot where mm -hmm. users can go through and they have limited choices because it's just basic psychology. When people have either tons of choices or they have to type in something themselves, right. it's more mentally taxing. And as a result, they're more likely to get off track. They're less likely to convert to your end goal. So um, unless you're building like a frequently asked question bot that automates responses, which right. even in that case, you could make it uh, button-based where you have these mm -hmm. predefined questions listed out. Um, other than that corner, or not corner case, I should say, but other right. than that use case, I probably wouldn't use NLP, uh, or if you do, obviously you can integrate something more advanced like Dialogflow or using a tool like Janus. Right. But yeah, I would say, uh, again, keep the copy uh, concise, mm -hmm. uh, 
use button based use the button based approach uh, as well. That that's absolutely correct. And whenever, at least from our point of view in Chatbot PH, you know that's that's actually gospel already. Like don't don't ever make a bot that's open ended. Like how can I help mm-hmm. you today? And there's a bazillion mm-hmm. ways. You know, and people by default when when they chat with the bot, here's here's a funny thing because people become ruthless. When they chat with, and they try to break it, they try to say profane mm-hmm, things, mm-hmm. and you know, they're like, "What the hell are you guys saying?" You like, like stupid stuff, you know, just to try to to, uh, to to break your bot or even prove that hey, your bot's not smart enough. And that's mm-hmm. not what it is. Bots are supposed to automate. I mean, give or take around seventy percent of the questions that are repetitive. The thirty percent is that where where the hard labor comes in. That's where AI training and there's only a handful of teams that you can properly do that, and also localize that type of content depending on the country because if it's the states and that's fine you're talking about english right but if you're talking mm-hmm. about like guinea or whatever brazil and whatnot now you got to do the local play and 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 translate that with nlp with again mm-hmm. the, the the backbone of of a, a platform like a chat fuel or whatever 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 way you're trying to do it uh through that now andrew next question you Bots are pretty robust, and, and, and you, you can actually just really use your imagination to, to you know, build one, right? But what do you think mm-hmm. are the key integrations or key stuff that you should integrate with, with, with the bot unique? Mm-hmm. So I would say, obviously, it depends ultimately on your use case, but I would say one of my favorite ones that we've added in the past couple months is the Google Sheets plugin. Mm-hmm. And that's just really exciting because if you are a beginner, especially if you're running kind of a lean operation where you don't want to integrate using like Zapier, which can mm-hmm. be costly if you're doing it at a high volume. The beauty of the Google Sheets plugin is that you can export uh, user data, such as the information that people fill out in a lead form, directly to a Google Sheet, and it's all in one centralized place. It's completely free to do, and it's just really exciting. Uh, Previously, you could have done this using like the uh, what's called the Send Email plugin, Mm -hmm. which sends you like an email alert whenever somebody completes a lead form. Um, But the downside with that, I was actually just telling this to a, a bigger client that we have yesterday. They weren't aware of it. And wow. we were like, we were like, hey, like, because right now, uh, well, granted, they're just starting out, so I guess I get it. But they, the current way that they were doing it for testing was, uh, they were just sending information captured in the bot through an email. Uh, and I was like, oh my gosh, like this, this makes me cringe that you're that you're <laughs> doing this because whenever you want to, like, you're gonna have to do that one emails, by one. And put them into your CRM. Yeah, you have to go into each individual email right. thread. And I was like, that sounds so painful. Like, Google yeah. Sheets is easier. You, right. Like, literally, just do this, export it as a like Excel file, and then copy and paste that into your CRM. Like, it'll save it'll save you your sanity if if nothing else. <laughs> and again, going back to that, what I mentioned at the very beginning right. about automation. You know, that's the larger goal of ChatFuel. It's not just a technical tool. It's not just a piece of software that you know, allows you to make more money, which it certainly is, but it's also about, you know, saving that time. Uh, Particularly if you're a business owner, you can save all of this time using the automation features like Chatfield. The Google Sheet plugin is a very small example of that, Um, but doing other things like lead qualification, lead generation, doing that all on autopilot. So again, you have more time uh, and you can spend that in a more meaningful way. Okay. Now for, let's, let's take it a notch higher. 
So there's a lot of OG uh, bot makers now. You know the mm-hmm. ones that are, you know, like the same. Kind of started out when you when you first made your course. What, what was what year was that? 2016, 2017. I believe it was late 2016. Yeah, same same time. We we did chatbot PH and I. We we were the first movers, right? For those mm-hmm. people who are, who are literally in that grind now, and you know, it it you you'd be. It wouldn't be unwise to actually not use chat fuel if 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 that's so, if that's some if you can automate a lot of the stuff. I mean, it's a case to case basis. But for those OG ones who who knows the product well, mm-hmm. what should they be doing now? Mm-hmm. Uh, doing in terms of anything specifically, or no? Like for example, if they have a client or. How what mm-hmm. what else can they build for bots in using chat mm-hmm. or whatnot? Yeah, so I would say that's a really great question. And since I haven't done my own agency stuff in about a year, right. um, that's tricky. I would say one of the keys that I use though in terms of offering like other services, upsells, if you will, that kind of stuff is right. uh, for me the template marketplace was extraordinarily Absolutely. successful. So you know and. You can use it strategically too, not okay. only because in reality, uh, like when I was selling them, I thought templates were actually super helpful and valuable. Mm-hmm. But then in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, they're still valuable as a learning tool mm-hmm. uh, to see how people set up their flows. But at the end of the day, for me, and this is one of the reasons why we kind of deprecated our t- uh, template marketplace on ChatFuel, mm-hmm. or at least submissions for it, is that when we were interviewing people who use them, they're actually like, yeah, you know, I just use this as a starting point, but when I'm actually building out my bot, like it's easier to just kind of take those principles from the template Mm -hmm. and apply them rather than actually using the template as a skeleton where you're replacing stuff because it can just kind of be really uh, a point of friction as opposed to like a website builder where you can use a template and everything's just on one page. It's, you know, really simple. You just change it up with, blocks it can kind of be trickier so i would say uh think of other ways like templates to expand your your level of service Mm -hmm. um also consulting was another thing that i did that wasn't Mm. as effective um because uh, and it could get very boring very quickly frankly as well (laughs) yeah um no because there's different levels of of interest and 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 uh you know uh, exposure to what bots are, and most of the time you kind of need to really spoon feed the client on on mm-hmm. what what they are because they're coming in blind. All they know, mm-hmm. all they know, majority of the times they want a bot, and they know that yeah. they need a bot. But how they're gonna build that bot, they're they don't know, right? And I I think I now understand your original question a little bit better too. In terms of like tips for selling, to an extent, I would mm-hmm. say. Uh, Whatever you do, and I did this too, it wasn't always successful, granted, right. but make sure that every interaction, uh, well, maybe not every interaction, ideally, but at least the first interaction, the first in- impression, right, when people right. care most and what they're going to remember most, make it rooted in value. And Absolutely. that sounds pretty abstract. What I mean by that is when you reach out to somebody, whether it's cold, whether it's you know somebody you've known for years... don't just, again, say, I want to build you a chatbot or you need a chatbot, right? Right. Show them something tangible. That's the biggest thing for me, and it's become especially true in college when Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of abstract stuff. Like, I'll read these 
uh, academic journal articles in school and it's like 50 pages and I'm like this was so abstract like I don't have any meaningful or actionable <laughs> takeaways from this right, like, it's right. a complete waste of time so don't do that right <laughs> go to the business owner and say something like hey here and I was actually working with um with someone for a, a personal project right. uh just this past this past couple of weeks and I mm -hmm. I use this approach I was like Okay, so here is um, a screenshot. This is a message that I sent to your Facebook page. I sent it two weeks ago, and I've yet to get a response back. This mm -hmm. is an example, because uh, this was a taco shop uh, here in D.C. that I was talking right. with. And I was like... Hey, nobody uh, wants late tacos, my man. Holy shit. Well, <laughs> well not only that, but right. also I'm like... Because one of the big services they provide is not only the tacos, which you know makes some money, but is catering, right? It's yes. People are paying thousands of dollars for corporate events for food. So I'm right. like... Uh, I told the owner, I was like, if I were, uh, you know interested in catering mm -hmm. and I send you this message and you don't respond in two weeks, you bet that I'm going to go to a competitor and that's Absolutely. a couple thousand dollars lost yeah. uh, from your bottom line. So I would say, again, that's just a very specific example, but right. make it very tangible to the business owner. Always relate whenever you can. And if you can't, maybe that's a sign that you shouldn't be building a bot for them. Always relate what you're doing to revenue at the very least or um, like donations if it's a nonprofit, something like that at the end of the day people care a lot about money and you right. need to make that very clear um, if you don't you're not going to capture people's attention okay now a couple more questions before uh, we go to another break now let's 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 talk about you and then and your flow because um it's it's already hard uh, doing all, all of this stuff, evangelizing it. You're technically Moses, right? And you're carrying all these tablets, <laughs> but they're talking. We're, we're we're talking about bot speak, right? <laughs> and you're talking to a lot of people, a lot of bot makers. Again, there some of them are novice, pro. Some of them are OG, right? But what? Let's walk us through your day and how do you prepare for your shit? Because you still gotta balance it out with school too, right? Mm -hmm. How how do you? manage your time and, and balance that out between studying and working mm -hmm. so i'll go a little bit like emotional and deep here for a second so okay, one of the cool. things that i do uh when i first wake up is always um this was inspired actually by a, a class i took last year which was yeah. one of the better classes i've taken at school and it was called positive psychology so one of the things we did in that class was you know every class we would write down in a journal the things that we're grateful for called a gratitude journal and so, well, I don't write that down physically every morning. I do mentally do it. Okay. Um, and I think that's a really effective way to really ground your day and be grateful. Uh, you know, it can be the simplest things like the weather's good, I'm breathing, I'm healthy, you know, I can see, I can walk, just basic things like that. You or know, the I have food, I have water. Or the taco exactly. shop applied. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Exactly. Right. Uh, or, or they didn't because then it's potential business. But, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just starting every day um, from this point of gratitude rather right. than, uh, you know, I have to do this, I have to do this. There's this one quote that I really like that um, says like, change the haves in your vocabulary to the uh, gets. So in other words, like instead of I have to, you know, write this blog post, I get to write this blog post um, and share, you know, chat fuel and uh, our mission with other people. So um, so that's one thing that helps. Um, also, a lot of it, the really cool part of working at a startup is just that you really have um, flexibility. Um, yes. And because of that, you have more intrinsic motivation, which is really important. Um, so 
in other words, like the course that I filmed recently, um, it would be a lot harder to do that if, you know, somebody at kind of like the upper management level, if you want to call it, that was like, right. you know, we need to do this new course. Like it hasn't been updated in, in so long or whatever, mm-hmm. but because I like doing that because I like, you know, talking about chat fuel, teaching new people about it, mm-hmm. it makes it a lot easier. And I was motivated to, you know, sit in front of my computer and, and, and curse between cuts for, you know, uh, seven hours a day for like three days in a row. So, um, that's really big. Just the fact that it's a startup that you have flexibility, you can work right. on what you want essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's really key. Like just yesterday, um, as I was telling you earlier, I was working on this, um, this like video ad basically where right. nobody told me that I had to do that. Um, mm-hmm. it was just kind of like a fun passion project that I wanted to, uh, to execute myself. So, okay. um, so I'd say motivation, gratitude, those are uh, in kind of a, an abstract way, which I was just talking about you shouldn't do. But um, in an abstract <laughs> way, that's kind of, uh, those are two things that, that help me. And also, lastly, I'm also just like a very um, active person, if you will. Like, okay. I, I, I wouldn't say I get depressed, but I like feel low and like not at my peak performance when I like don't have anything to do so it's almost like when I'm constantly like have a to-do list it it pushes me to uh to keep going that is great great advice but um real quick uh Andrew let's take another break but when we do let's let's take a uh I want more tips and 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 how you uh battle your struggles because i'm pretty sure this is not easy and let's let's talk about those those battles and whatnot and and more of that after the break hey hustlers it's time to talk business once again and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors sprout solutions and again just like what i said at the start of the episode you should check out sprout's payroll starter as you grow your own startup because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees and this bundle is your key to freedom including payroll outsourcing to experts a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software and government compliance services sprouts payroll starter has you covered for payroll bir sss and taxes all the stuff that no founder loves to do so let sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress all this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. 
Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and loans. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2023. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer. Trust Dragon Pay. And we're back for the last part of this awesome, awesome body interview with Andrew Demeter. Andrew, how are you still doing there? Woohoo, I'm hanging in here. Like I said during the break, it's the third leg of the triathlon here, ready to go. Let's do this. All right, so stretch run, we're going to the bullpen, and we're going to be throwing a lot of curveballs at you, right? So I got fastball. my bat ready to go. Oh, let's go. Let's do this. All right, so first things first. Let's talk about, you know, you, you, you said all the good stuff about working about in a startup and in, in, in working on bots and, you know, and how invigorating it is. Let's talk about the other side of the coin because it's not fun and games. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. What were your struggles in, in this journey that you've had? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not easy. I mean, for, for us, we're very fortunate in Chatbot PH that we're, if, I don't know, we're, we got acquired in 12 months. I don't know if you, you're, you're aware, aware of this. Um, no. We, since buying that domain within 12 months, we're the first in Asia to, to be acquired as a full agency. Uh, at, at, 
because of chatbots and chatbots changed my life specifically and right right now i mean i'm i'm very happy because now i don't have to worry about funding and whatnot this mm-hmm. is this is again bots is as, as weird as it sounds <laughs> changed my life for you well, no that's that's yeah. that's what I'll just interject on this real quickly. No, right. that's one of the things that really invigorates us too in Chat Fuel is hearing all these stories. Um, your story, obviously, there was this one guy, I believe, also from the Philippines, who right. was telling us that he, um, I don't know the specifics, but he, if I recall correctly, said that he was homeless at one point or like near homeless. He was in poverty, right. and then. Uh, he learned about Chatfield. He started building these bots. He built up his agency, and then as a result of all that, now he's you know financially stable. He has right, this right. job. I don't know if he like uh, sold his agency and now he's working for another company or something. But right. uh, you know that's an amazing story. And then one final one too is this was shared just last week in our community. Um, this guy Robert Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, through chat fuel and working with clients, he's been able to, and he currently still is, he's traveling the world with his wife and his son. Wow. Uh, again, going back to the automation thing, he's able to take time that he would otherwise be spending, you know, at home or in an office potentially, uh, doing these repetitive things. And well, granted, it's not so much that ChatFuel is saving him the time with automation, but it's that he's able to use ChatFuel as a vehicle to provide for himself and his family. And so, because of you know our product, it's it's changed his life. He's able to you know see more of the world, spend time with his family, uh, make more memories, which to me is just uh, you know the the peak manifestation of uh, right. of what we love to see. Absolutely. Now, again, let's talk about the struggles part because this is all the good stuff. But it's mm-hmm. all not. You know, at the end of the day, this this market is gonna get saturated, super. Mm-hmm. Like all, all the developers are gonna look into. All right, I'm seeing this wave. These guys made it. I'm gonna follow that shit. And you know, you know what happens when that hap- uh, uh You know, when when the boat gets overloaded. But before mm-hmm. that, what are your struggles that that you recall in this journey? Because you're still very young, and I'm pretty sure you've been through so much already just being there, doing this. What were your struggles in, in, in be, being in this bot journey that you're in? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. You say that I have a lot of struggles. I, I don't know if I fully agree. I'm not like uh, Oprah, who has like this super inspiring story okay. to share. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I mean, in terms of the struggles, I guess the main one that sticks out to me, although, I don't know, I don't really consider it a struggle. It's just like part of the... Um, part of the territory, okay. uh, or it could just be my my personality that I like don't focus on the negative stuff and like yeah. struggles and everything. But I would say the the most poignant point for me was this past summer, so almost a year ago now, when we uh, introduced new uh, price changes, if you want to call them oh, that. In reality, yes, uh, yeah. So basically, we were saying that uh, we actually lowered our prices from what they were, but we were basically telling people there's not just going to be a free forever plan anymore. And that that caused a lot of backlash. Right. And uh, understandably so, I mean, when people have something uh, that's completely free and then you mm-hmm. tell them, hey, you know, you at the pay. end of the day, we're a business and we need, you know, revenue to sustain that, then obviously that's going to upset some people. And it True. did. Um but then again, you know, a lot of those people were people who probably would never have uh, have actually been our customers in the long run. Mm-hmm. But uh, so in terms of the struggle there, it was just um, really a challenge to, uh, you know, part of my job is communicating. It was really a challenge to communicate to people this this idea, right, that 
it's basic economics. We're a business. We need money to survive long term, as any business does. Um, and so that's really an example of where like people's emotions took precedence over uh, like reasoning, I guess. And it was just a very um, emotional time for a lot of people in the community. And again, I fully understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so responding to that was kind of the the struggle for me. Uh, one of the things we did was I interviewed uh, the CEO of ChatFuel, again, Dimitri, right. one of the Dimitris, and, uh, you know, kind of just asking him all these tough questions, which I actually like because I'm very mm-hmm. about being authentic and not trying to, like, hide the fact that yeah. we're doing something. And, you know, I feel like transparency really goes a long way in business. I know when I had my own agency, that was something that I really focused on. People would be like, you know, why, like you mentioned earlier, like, why should we hire you to do this versus, you know, just doing it ourselves when we could go into chat field? And I'd basically be like, yeah, like, you can totally do that. I'm not trying to hide the fact. Obviously, I've done this for longer than you guys have. I have the experience. I have the inside knowledge from Chatfield. But yeah, like, if you want to go build it yourself, I'm not stopping you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be desperate and, and pretend that you can't do this without me. You certainly can. You can hire somebody else. And so Correct. I think that, you know, honesty and just being completely blunt and upfront with people goes a long way. Um, and so that's kind of how I addressed and confronted one of the uh, struggles while working at ChatFuel. All right. Now, let's take it a, l- a little bit uh, um, off, off, off through the struggles apart a little bit. What's probably the weirdest shit you've ever been through in ChatFuel? Because I'm pretty sure you're, 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 you're on Facebook Live a lot, right? And with Facebook Live comes too many eyeballs sometimes and you know uh, have there has there been a weird like you know i don't know so advances and whatnot of people trying to screw you up or whatnot or at least want to flirt with you or something is that that's that's that that comes <laughs> i don't, word out I don't think whatnot. i'm that attractive um but maybe my uh, you know being a robot the uh, the appearance has been enhanced but um i'm trying to think the weirdest thing that's happened uh nothing particularly comes to mind uh I haven't been like recognized in public or anything okay. like that. But um, online, do do people like try to uh, send weird shit to you as well? Yeah, I I actually I have had one weird um one weird message that I got. It was like a year ago or something. It's not that weird, but uh, basically, I think it was somebody who took my course. Um, it was this woman profile picture, but you know who knows when you're online. Catfishing you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Manti Teo, bro. Just, just remember <laughs> but, him. Okay. But no. So the message that she sent me was something to the effect of, uh, like, "I love you. Like, I want your voice for Christmas or something." And I was like, "What?" I was like, wow. "What does that even mean?" Wow. So that no, was... I, I know a couple of people from my team that that has a crush on you. So I'm not surprised, oh. my man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so that 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 can be our next level of uh, a premium service. Get Andrew's phone number. <laughs> there um, you go. Or a so, private so call yeah, with I Andrew. Would, so I would say that's probably the weirdest example. Mm-hmm. If I gave it more time or thought I could probably think of something better, but um, that's that's all that I can think of off the top of my head. Or you probably just deflect it because you 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 just want to focus on the positive stuff, right? <laughs> Well, we will see, though, because I'm excited. Uh, two weeks from now, I'm going to F8, which you talked about earlier. Yes. And, and by the uh, time when we this goes out, uh, literally, it's a day of F8, the first day. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm not so going to be there. So I want to meet you, but uh, schedule conflicts. But definitely, I'm going to mm-hmm. check 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 you guys out some other time. 
Yeah, so I'm excited to be there, and uh, I'll be providing some coverage. I've never been before. I was going to go last year, Dude. but due to same thing, schedule conflict with school, I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to be there, and I know quite a few people from the community will be there. Um, sure. Natasha, and I'm guessing Kyle from School of Bots, um, right. Fash, John, uh, Janet Chung, uh, I think is how you pronounce right. it, um, from Beauty Player, who's, uh, right. who, you know... Have Deborah K, for sure, is going to be there. Who, who's that? Deborah. Deborah King. Oh, Deborah. Yeah. Really? Awesome. Right. Excited to uh, right. to finally meet her. I know she she's like crazy intelligent. Um, super. Holy crap. Yeah. Super. Because she's gone to like the top, uh, I think she's been to like the top business school. She used to work at uh, Bain Capital, I think. Wow. And I'm like, I don't I don't deserve to be in your presence. No, but you guys are like the <laughs> pillars and we, we we just literally spectate and then did and, and we just uh, do that. Now, um, couple more questions now you know people like to polarize shit all the time right you know when 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 there's an industry that comes in or grows people like to polarize it like are you burger king or mcdonald's are you pepsi mm-hmm. or coke and it's similar mm-hmm. thing that i'm seeing right now is people always like are, are you are you a many chat guy or a chat fuel guy in my opinion you should be both right because mm-hmm. or you shouldn't be married to one or you should have a weapon of choice but you should be able to do uh, do that but i'm pretty sure this bring gets bring brought up a lot especially that you're with Ch- chat fuel mm-hmm. how do you rise about this type of polarization or fucking uh, questions that, that that get thrown at you Mm-hmm. Yeah, so talking about polarization, I think I'm the prime person to answer this being in Washington, D.C. for school and, you know, <laughs> being in the midst of all the political battles. Oh, my so, God, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm, right I'm smack in the middle of this. Right. <laughs> exactly. So in terms of how I respond to it, um, I used to, uh, and I mean, if people still really ask, like I do provide this, but I used to always be like, here's the top 10 reasons why chat feels better than many chat, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like it is something that is specific to you. Um, at the end of the day, you are spending a lot of your time in the dashboard of whatever bot builder you want. So mm-hmm. obviously you have to pick something that makes sense for you. You know, I obviously I'm going to advocate for chat fuel, but at the same time, again, I really value authenticity. I'm not going to be like, um, you know, you need to use chat fuel or your bots are going to be terrible. Obviously, okay. that's not the case. So um, it really depends on what you're trying to do and what your goals are. Um, obviously, I've used chat fuel, chat fuel from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and aside from just the product side of things, I mean, the community that we have is really incredible. There's tons of value in there, just people right. to learn from. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's ultimately your decision. And that's the beauty of uh, of having like a free market system too, where, you know, we, uh, you know, we always say internally too, we're grateful for our competitors going back to the gratitude thing, because, um, you know, without them, we'd probably be at a standstill, right? If you just have like one option for a a chatbot builder, then they're not going to be, they're not going to have as much of an incentive to innovate, to hear feedback, to see what's working and not. So, I think that's really the uh, the beauty of it that we have competition and uh, and people are always giving us feedback of like hey here's where uh, you guys are doing better here's where many chats doing correct, better correct. or any other bot platform um, and then that helps us helps inform our decisions of you know how we go forward with the product and ultimately make a, a more robust uh, service. Absolutely. Now let's talk about what's next. I mean F eight. I'm pretty sure bombs are going to be dropped for sure, mm-hmm. right? 
I mean, there's integration that I'm hearing, like, you know, I mean, they already announced it, right? Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp are all going to be mm-hmm. done, are, are all going to be merged. From, right. From a bot making point of view, not just in chat fuel, what do you think is our next couple steps that we should be aware of? Because, okay, right now, again, I always say this whenever we have meetings, the most basic form of AI is in chat. But mm-hmm. once this gets integrated with more shit, dude, Shit's going to blow up, I swear, mm-hmm. right? But what do you think are the next waves that we should be aware of, or at least from a developer's point of view? You know, mm-hmm. what, are, what are the things or the bot community to, to look at for? Mm-hmm. So I am really excited. I don't have any insider information on this, although if I did, I wouldn't be able to share it anyway. But <laughs> I think that Instagram will be uh, one of the next bot platforms, which I'm really excited about. Yes, because, oh my God. again, if it does actually happen, I don't think that's something that uh, would be announced at F8 this year, but who they knows? They got to fix your APIs first because I heard it's a mess. <laughs> right. But. But yeah, I think Instagram would be really, really exciting because right now Facebook is obviously, um, basically there's this like age divide, right? The stereotype at least, and I believe the data backs this up, is that Facebook is great, but it's kind of like for an older uh, demographic, which it's funny to call myself old at this point. Um, But um, but yeah, like Facebook is an older demographic, and if you want to reach younger people, there's really no way to do that currently with um, with chatbots, other than like if they're embedded on a website or something. Right. So, I think that would be um, really exciting right. to see bots expand to Instagram within the whole Facebook ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to that, uh, with Instagram, like you can include what are called product tags. So if you right. you know uh, have a picture of somebody wearing an outfit. Um, you could, you know, tag the individual articles of clothing and then like link that to an online shop. So mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe something potentially where people can click on like a certain article of clothing or whatever the product is in an image and then um, like ask questions about it in chat or get a specific discount or get product recommendations, something like that. That I think would be fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of Messenger, um, it's really hard for me to tell. I know, I believe it was last year when they announced the uh, augmented reality integration. Yep, yep. Uh, I, I don't see that going like that becoming that popular, I guess. I've Not seen yet. it in a couple mm-hmm. bots, but otherwise, like, I don't know if the, the value proposition is really there, although it is certainly cool. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I think like more on a basic level, I would like to see more like native modules, for lack of a better word, in Messenger. So things like uh, the ability for bots to do polls, like kind of on Instagram, yes. how you can you can do like a poll or a this or that question and see the actual statistics updated in real time. I think that would be um, really cool. I don't know. I don't have like a specific use case in mind for that at this point, but mm. I think that would be um, neat in terms of like creating a more interactive experience. Also, like I said, polls, um, just basic, like uh, uh, like a, a poll, but you could select multiple options. So right. right now, like with quick replies, it's a big limitation and buttons. You can only select one thing at a time. If you want to like order from a restaurant, which I wouldn't suggest as a use case for bots, but just mm-hmm. as an example, like if you want to order and uh, you know pick five toppings for your pizza, right now you can't do that without using a web view. Um, so making that easier. And then also just internally on the chat fuel side, obviously this is... Uh, 
available using other tools, but right. um, something like a native date picker or time picker, mm -hmm. I think would be really valuable um, for people scheduling appointments, although you can use tools like Calendly for that as well externally, right. um, but just like more native tools to uh, make the experience more intuitive for users without mm -hmm. having to require um, a lot of developmental uh, investment from uh, bot, bot builders. And there's there's this other thing that you know um, uh, what do you call this? Uh, it's like games. Uh, I forgot what it was called. Uh, chat instant extensions. Games. Yeah, instant mm -hmm. games and chat extensions. Um, there's this one that's really completely blowing away everyone. It's called Profoundly. It's the same guys who made Near Group, right? It mm -hmm. sort of works like Omegle, right? Mm -hmm. So it kind of uh -oh. before. Right before it kind of like randomly uh, hooks you up with the person that you want to chat with, and now mm -hmm. they they spun it off to something else. It's called Profoundly. Now basically, you can now anonymously ask one of your friends who's also working or also using Omegle a question mm -hmm. and whatnot. So for example, Andrew, how many apps do you like? And I can be totally fucking uh, anonymous, and you'll never know it was me. Right? Uh -huh. That's all done within Messenger. It's pretty. It's pretty dope. Right, um, so it's 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 the, those things, right? Other than you know, just creating functionalities, solving real problems. I think, uh, or don't be married to the, the functionalities, but be be obsessed mm -hmm. with how you're gonna do the use case. Mm -hmm. And it it really is like a, a balancing act too, because I was thinking, you know, I've been talking all about like value, and and that's obviously important. But right. I've been thinking too, like in one of the course videos that we recorded, we talked about um, Huawei. They have this Honor smartphone, which is their smartphone brand, and they did this campaign where it's like a nurture sequence, mm -hmm. and every day people get like a, a game to play or something. And wow. granted, the objective there is more for like brand awareness, but you can also certainly use. Um, you know, fun things like these games. I remember KFC, I think it was in yep. um, the Philippines, actually. Yep. They, uh, the people who built that bot, uh, used this instant game um, where I think it was like you uh, swipe your finger and try to, like, it's kind of like cornhole, but you're throwing like chicken right, drumsticks right, right, or something. Right. And, um, and so I think there's, there's definitely ways to um, implement like creative approaches in your bot while still. You know, having that having that value proposition as well. That's correct. Now, Andrew, unfortunately, I I, I know you have to go. You have you, you still have school and whatnot, right? It's very <laughs> early where you are right now. But uh, any last words for for those people that want to check out Chatfuel and how do they reach out to you if if they want to do that? Mm -hmm. So yeah, in terms of Chatfuel, I would say just uh, dive in. Uh, two things, I guess. One, go to chatfuel.com, of course. That's where you can access the uh, builder. Uh, it's completely free to start, and you can just sign in with your Facebook account. No you know, crazy sign-up stuff required. It's all very frictionless. And then once you get started, you can also go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash chatfuel. Once you've played around a little bit, and we have, uh, as I've mentioned, we have this new video course uh and it's all on youtube and individual lessons so you don't have to sit there and like mind-numbingly watch everything yep. uh and and so yeah the the video course is really helpful particularly for beginners it outlines like the five key use cases of messenger bots including case studies how you can use them how other people have used them to achieve meaningful business results it also talks about the 10 reasons why everybody should use a messenger bot, or at least most people. Um, you know, if you're a nursing home uh, targeting old people, you probably right. don't need that. 
Um, and then also just kind of the more technical approach of how to build a bot, right. um, you know, best practices, that sort of stuff. So I would say those resources are great to start. Um, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can do that. Uh, my email is Demeter, D-E-M-E-T-E-R at chatfuel.com. Or you can find me, of course, in the uh, Chatfuel community, community.chatfuel.com. <laughs> right. So again, Andrew, thank you very much for 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 sharing your, your your hustle with us here on Hustle Share. If you guys like that episode, please do uh, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on whatever um, podcast uh, app you're using to do this. And if you'd like to suggest any new hustler, please do message us on our chatbot uh, for Hustle Share. It's m.me slash Hustle Share, powered by Chatbot PH. And again, Andrew, thank you very much. Thank you. All right, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.